Welcome in ESPN 1000. We're in the old National Bank studio. I hear Brian giggle every time I say that. It's Xander and Hanley. A sunny Saturday afternoon. Is it Monday yet? Do people just don't want, don't even want to deal with the weekend? You shoot right to Monday. I don't like this break. This is way too long for Bears. Yeah, football. it seems like, well, I mean, it's it, just it forever. A- it was a forgettable game, but well, like... well, and that's exactly exactly why I don't like the break, Brian, because it was a forgettable game. We got to erase it. How do you erase that? You put another game on top of it and something better than we saw last time. You're gonna have to speak up. I'm down here at Soxfest. Um, I want to be first one in line for uh, really for and, and, is, and, there's a, and there's a crowd there for something that's not taking place. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> that Grandel line was gonna be long for the autograph, so I'm I'm. I, I think I'm okay. I think uh, when That's does that why start? You and I get along so much because we're tremendous smartasses. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I I saw that, and it's and it's and it's uh, it's it's both good news and ironic and sad and tone deaf. All of that at the same time. No yeah. socks. Sox, Sox you know why? Because they don't want to deal with people like us that yeah. are angry. Angry. And what happened on angry. the south side? Angry Sox fans, redundancy right now. Um, yeah, they, it, it, you know, like like anything out of City Hall, bad news comes out on a Friday evening, right? So I, I just love that that they tweeted out, uh, no Sox Fest in 2023 for a number of reasons, uh, not which, not one of which they listed. No, and check no. check back periodic through the 2023 season. So I'm going to be on top of that every oh, week. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, make sure. Do they have a special updates. Twitter feed for that? For, for, for updates, updates for your SoxFest 2024. Um, yeah, well, by the and, time and look, they get around to doing it again, I'm not sure who's going to attend. Uh, manager Ozzy Guillen? Um, no, he didn't get in this week. That, yeah, he did. No, he didn't. He told oh, my, you know, and that was uh, that was head snapping yesterday. <laughs> Our very own Yurko, uh, he yeah. was the source to say that he's already been interviewed. Then NBC Sports Chicago, I guess, jumped in and said, no, it's next week. But then they went back. I don't know if you realize this. They went back and they said, well, they did have brief talks, yeah. but now they're going to sit face to face next well, week. Well, now Ozzy told the Sun-Times yesterday he hasn't been interviewed and he has nothing scheduled for next week. So I... Oh, I, see, I did. I missed that wrinkle. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. It's been so many different directions. Meantime, yeah. People are saying that Joe Espada has basically signed on the dotted line. Yeah. Without it, it, anything I mean, being official, we're, we're, these are well, just he, rumors. He's the only guy that we know for a fact they've interviewed, right? And, and well, it seems uh, like it Ron Washington? Did, I, I, did, I, I, I thought that they, they admitted to I think he's in the mix, and I think it's something like next week, similar That's to. That's next week. Yeah, to okay. Ozzy. Yeah. I, I, it just seems to me that. Joe Espada is the guy. But anyway, I just it's. it's I, I'm fine with him. Just I, I'm fine with them locking him down and, and making it official. Let's just get this done. Yeah, but you know, just something because it's just you would think there'd be more. I mean, nothing's a secret anymore, right? You would think there'd be more names out. Well, they're there trying and, like hell, aren't they? I, I, are they, or is it just the one guy? <laughs> I I don't. I mean, well, well I don't it, they're certainly not. They're not being upfront and obvious. There, there's a lot of, you know, rumors going around. Look, the Espada thing. Do they have to wait? Is that still customary to wait till everything's settled 
we're done with the World Series to announce something like that? Because I know in recent years... Well, Bruce Bochy was named yesterday well, for Texas. Well, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I and don't well, know. I'm it's saying just the Rangers because, are not in the playoffs. Right. right. You know, so have, because the Astros are still in it. And right. I, let's face it. They're going to win the World Series. That's my pick. Um, well, they're, they're a wall. They're a wall uh, for me. The, the, Phillies, the Phillies might have something to say about this. I don't, maybe. I don't, maybe. That but I'm, I'm rooting for the Padres. <laughs> I, I I'm a sucker for underdogs, except when it comes for the Astros. Well, I, I am guess too, that makes but no sense. but you know, yesterday that bullpen got you know four innings uh, out of that bullpen. Three guys, four innings. I, and, I know, and and that bullpen was not good at the beginning of the year. No, and now they have all the confidence in the world. Matter of fact, I saw that um, Dominguez that that was the first um, two inning uh, closing job. In 42 years yes. since Tug McGraw for yes. the Phillies? 1980. Uh, yeah, that would be... T- um, to the day. I mean, that was baseball symmetry. Catch it. Um, yeah, I don't know. The Phillies are, are sneaky. I don't know. You know Kyle Schwarber. I saw the Sun-Times. Some of the Sun-Times had a, a, their, their Saturday poll. Who, who's, the, uh, who's your former favorite Cub that you're rooting for to win the World Series? Rizzo came in last. It was Dusty Baker and you Darvish and Kyle Schwarber, and then then Riz, the captain, my captain. Well, you know why, right? It, it seems obvious to me, being because, more of an outsider, because he was the leader, but he, you know, he he didn't sign when he was offered, right? Yeah, and then yeah. and he, then he turned, he, down, just, he turned down more money with the Cubs than he ended up getting. That's with exactly the right. So there, yeah. there's your leader. Oh, captain, my captain. So, yeah. So I, I, that's no surprise to me. And Schwarbs, I mean, uh, Philly well, loves Schwarbs. Yeah, yeah you, you have to love him. And I'll tell you something. It's been it's been a while, but I don't I don't think I brought it up. When Schwarber was first available in the off season, you know, I, I think oh, yeah. probably at that point, either you or I or uh, myself and Hubner were talking about it, and and I'm like, I don't know, you know, I I still remember him being a liability in the field. I know that was early in his career, right? Sure was. So yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. That's not a lock. I don't know. Well, that's that. I'm eating my words. All well, the ca- hey, look, all I, capitals. I'll I'm go back them. to when the Cubs were trading for Araldus Chapman and they gave up Glaber Torres. I said, give up Schwarber, and I caught holy hell from people, the Cub fans. <laughs> But I mean, I, I mean, he at yeah. that point was in universal DH, and I was like, "That's all that guy is." Yeah. And sure, he can hit home runs, but he can strike out a lot. I'm like, if they want Schwarber, I'd keep Glaber Torres. And I get, um, I get why you said that, and and yeah. and and there are plenty of reasons to say, you know, Schwarber's not the guy. But obviously, look at what he did this year. Well, so he it's, reinvented it's himself to too. Yeah, I mean, he got in shape years ago, yep. and and you know, decided he wasn't going to be pudgy, Kyle Schwarber. But, I mean, these baseball playoffs, I know probably a lot of people aren't paying attention to them, but I've still been enjoying them quite a bit. I'm watching them. It's a a lot of fun, even though there's not a Chicago team there. And and Glaber Torres, I mean, I think he's a hell of a player. The Cubs to have lost him. But, you you see, that's what happens. We can talk about how the Sox had uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. when he was like 15. Yeah. I Mm -hmm. mean, you, you know, you can't keep them all. No. And speaking of Schwarber, you see, he caught the ceremonial uh, first pitch from Matt Stairs yesterday. And um, Matt Stairs looks like he's either uh, now touring with ZZ Top or he's David Crosby. I'm not sure which one. Um, but, yeah, there he was in his Phillies jersey. And, and he uh, that's not the Matt Stairs I remember. But that beard says ZZ Top to me. But 
Uh, well, you know what? Uh, Dusty Hill did pass away, and there's another bearded man playing bass. I'm not sure it's mm-hmm. Matt Stairs. <laughs> but, I mean, to be in the band, unless you're playing the drums, you have to have a beard, a long yes. one. And, it's, and you have to be a beard to play the drums, but that's another story. Are they still touring? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. didn't miss a beat. Yeah. Actually, actually, they're, they're a guitar tech, <laughs> a bearded guitar tech. Would would play on uh, in sound check and everything. Play Dusty's parts and stuff. And uh, Dusty, mm. Dusty, who was sick at the time and nobody really knew it, said, "He's the guy. Please continue. Don't stop. He's your guy." And they that's plugged right. him right in. Didn't miss a beat. Yeah, that's great. Got to make that money. Well, we probably buried the lead because uh, you, you mentioned Monday night and the Bears go. Are they playing Bill Belichick or is it you know, Matt Jones? They're just Jones? playing Bill. They're just playing. Bill. Yeah, Bill. Uh, I mean. I guess we can sit there and say Mac Jones versus Justin Fields. Mac Jones drafted, what, four or five spots after Justin Fields. And now Bailey Zappi is, uh, you know, been the guy because it's Bill Belichick, right? Uh, Bill Belichick plugs a, a, a third string quarterback in and Zappi, and the offense really doesn't miss a beat. And all the numbers Mac Jones has put up in a couple of years, you know, relative to Justin Fields, who this week set some kind of disturbing things um uh it's interesting you know i know the guy our guy mike north back uh before the draft uh the justin fields matt jones draft was pounding the drum for matt jones mm-hmm. who wasn't you know it, it didn't get a lot of credit for for being the, the quarterback at alabama right but here you are and, and he certainly had more ability than Justin Fields has had to this point, for sure, given the who's who's on the sideline in New England. And see, that's the difference maker right there. I mean, you yeah. put a you put a so so quarterback in uh, Belichick's system; he's going to get the most out of him, and that's what we're hoping for here in Chicago. Hasn't happened yet, but it's a. Uh, I don't want to say it's a sprint right now; it's still a marathon. At some point, it's become a frenetic sprint. But right now, it's a it's a marathon, and we've got the trade deadline coming up. We'll talk about that because there are some players rumored to go, and I think we have some pieces as long as we get the right people back. And uh, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, Bears defensive lineman Justin Jones suggests Deflategate is still going on. Oh, boy. Did you see that? He's going to be no. checking the balls Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, well. <laughs> that, may, that could be uncomfortable. Yeah, right. Uh, I hope he doesn't have frost on his pumpkin. A lot of balls, a lot of balls to check. So, right. so I mean, where did he hear that from? And Keel Harry? Uh, did he? Uh, who who gave him the the, the inside? The uh, you, you know on, what? On you know what? I I I I, uh, I printed this out and I left out the um, <laughs> the source. I'll find it. I'll find it. But uh, well, yeah. that's good. Yeah, I saw I'm, that. I'm I saw sure. that. And I I thought oh, I got to bring this up. <laughs> because we get to talk about balls, football. I mean, don't talk about the last place Bears offense. You know the the. No, the it's fewest, called deflection, pal. Yeah, the fewest passing yards, the fewest touchdown passes through six games. Let's go right to the flight gate because the Patriots are going to have to do some gamesmanship, if not slash cheating, to to beat the uh, yeah, the yeah, local the Bears. Heroes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. They're okay, really to... it works for me. Yeah, yeah. If that's a bulletin board material, and you can sell that up at House Hall and get the players. Actually, all I'm seeing it on uh, NBC Sports, CBS Sports, Boston dot com. They're all reporting this. That's great. Yeah. yeah, that's good. 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 Let's. Uh, yeah, these two teams don't like each other. What? It's not exactly Packers Bears, right? No, I mean, no, not at all. Not Mac at Jones all. isn't going to be yelling. I bleep and own you. Uh, no. Okay. 
I, I don't so. think, you know, if he does, it, it, that's a bad game for us. Just don't discount <laughs> double check. I don't want to see him doing hey, his Rogers. <laughs> Hey, Rogers. Yeah. Um, well, hey, look, it's 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 the last uh, primetime game for our local heroes, too, right? So time to put on a little show, offensive show, actually score a couple touchdowns instead of just one. I mean, you know, what what Bears fans, what are your expectations? And, um, you know, you've seen some of the names out there that Robert Quinn could be on the uh, is being shopped. Eddie Jackson. Um, yeah, Eddie Jackson. David Montgomery. Are we okay with that? Um, Roquan Smith. Three, three, He's two. on the list. Yeah. Uh, no surprise, but, you know, you know, because we have to figure things out with him. But, yeah, three one two three three two three seven seven six. Look, I, as a Bears fan, would not mind any one of those pieces traded if we get the right person in return. That's been the problem. We're well, you're probably going to get people. draft picks in return. You're not probably. I mean, well, you know, Ryan Poles. That's true. Is, you you don't think there there would be anybody involved? Uh, you know, be able to play a, as a package deal for like a Robert Quinn, a draft pick, and somebody we can use. I would guess. I mean, it, it's sure it's possible. Um, I, I don't Robert Quinn. I don't want to get you Smith or Roquan well, Smith. Uh, yeah, I mean Robert Quinn's got one sack versus a eighteen point five last year. But then so there I don't was know last which, year, yeah, or the year before. I mean, I don't know which Robert Quinn is is. Does he get revitalized and rejuvenated when he goes to a playoff team? Because you know, you assume that's who's going to pick a guy up like that. I, I don't, I don't know exactly what you would get in return. But with Ryan Poles having more than a hundred million in salary cap room, my guess is he's going to try to replenish some of the draft picks that they've given up. That Ryan Pace has given mm-hmm. up in the yeah, past that makes, few years. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. As long as they're high draft picks, and then we have to I mean, make we sure can, we draft right. There's no Christian McCaffrey here, right? And he was just dealt to the 49ers. And by the way, the Bears are tied with Carolina for fewest touchdown passes through six games at four and the Steelers, uh, whether that's Mitch Trubisky's fault or not. But certainly uh, Carolina is going to be selling some more uh, assets before November 1st trade deadline. Um, but, you know, we can go over what Christian McCaffrey return got in return, and there's no no one on the Bears roster of that talent or yeah, value, true. right? Yeah. yeah. All right, well, let's hit a break. Come back. We have so much audio uh, to play from um, this past week. And the Bears, uh, Justin Fields, we've got uh, Coach Eberflus talking, uh, Getzies talking. We've got a lot of audio to run by him. And, of course, we're taking your phone calls, 312-332-3776. It's ESPN 1000. Be right back. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN 1000. This is Xander and Hanley on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. We took a good hard look at like our, our personnel, like where where what we were doing within each personnel, what where our success was with each personnel, and then we took a look at each individual and said, okay, uh, where does each individual, what is each individual doing well, and then what does each individual need to improve on? And so that's kind of been our focus. We spent some time with the guys uh, early in the week and, and, and kind of just emphasized that before we got into the game plan part of it. And uh, yeah, that's what we, we, we wanted to make sure that we did all that so that each guy can feel like they can get better as we move forward. There's your OC, Luke Getze. Talk about the self scout this week. ESPN 1000. Xander and Hanley taking your phone calls, 312-332-3776. It's been a while. The taste, uh, that was a bad taste in our mouth after that Thursday night football contest against the uh, Commanders. Commodores. Commodores. <laughs> Still cracks me up. I went and bought some Commodores records this week. I was inspired. Really? Yeah, I, I still shop for used vinyl. 
Yeah, there were a few Commodores records. They do not feature the football team. I'm talking Lionel Richie and his buddies. Well, uh, by the way, did you know Lionel Richie went to Joliet East High School? I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, it, it is a high school that is long gone. But yes, he attended he was, Joliet East. I didn't know he was from the area. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, there you go. Is, is it tough? Do you buy vinyl online or do you have like a, a no, 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 no. I've got a couple of favorite stores in my area. Good. Yeah, Good. Thanks. Love to hear that. Have you seen the Wrecking Crew yet? That documentary. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I actually, I actually have a. Uh, it was, it was copied for me when I lived in L.A. It was before years before it was ever released. I had a special cut before it was finalized. Look at you, yeah. Mister Industry, big yeah, in the industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got well, that I just, but I, yeah, yeah, I came good. across yeah. it yesterday on Twitter, and I realized it's been out there for quite some time. Oh, yeah. but I have to. Have you to have to watch, watch that, and then yeah. you have to watch. There is. Uh, it, it was on TV years ago. You'd probably find it on. Uh, YouTube, because everything is on YouTube. But the story of the backing musicians uh, in Motown, they're called the... the 30 group. Feet From... Uh, no, 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 no. Those were not, no, those were backup singers. I'm saying the yeah. backup musicians, the studio okay. musicians for Motown, the Groove Brothers, they were called. No, that's wrong. I, I, I forget what that was. Uh, they were nicknamed. But and there was a awesome country too. version. There's and, a country and, version of that, like Studio, is it Studio B or whatever in Nashville? Where oh yeah, yeah. Every right. every genre of music had a hot spot, hot hotbed where the, it was recorded, and then they had just just fantastic musicians. It that was the same group. Campbell I mean, it, was on. It was part of the Wrecking Crew. You knew that, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was yeah. the same group who were you know the stars would just show up the the you know the singers and that, it, and they they were just back of yep and same yep. thing down in Muscle Shoals where uh, a lot of southern rock bands and Aretha Franklin uh, and then Stack Studios in Memphis where I was just I'm actually wearing a Stack shirt today. I told you. Uh, did I tell you like during during the uh, one of the rain delays a, a week and a half ago? I watched the first. Uh, First episode of Get Back. You did, yeah. So I'm. I'm it's now I'm. I'm. You know, the playoffs and everything else. You know, I, I'm getting. I'm getting through it. I loved it. I, by the way, I do you have it, to? So. I have to go back and rewatch the whole thing, as I've mentioned yeah. before. Especially the first episode. I had to go back right after I finished it because it was so manic. I know they were like hurting yeah. cats, kittens. Yeah, yep. those no, guys were. They were crazy. Talk the about ADD. It, it, I mean, they're geniuses, but, they, you know, I, that, that comes with the price. <laughs> I know people who don't even really care for the Beatles, and they've watched it. Oh, it's and, fabulous. And it, it's just a great story. It doesn't even yeah. matter that it's no. the Beatles so much. It's just a great story. Just watching them create music is, is just fascinating. Well, that's easier to watch than the Bears. Yes. Create <laughs> touchdowns. <laughs> to create rumor. touchdowns. Rumor are, has it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're, they're kind of like herding cats a little bit. Uh, so, so we've got uh, a lot to look forward to on Monday. Not so much to look forward to. What are you hoping for to see on Monday? Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Certainly, we've been talking about the gradual improvement of one Justin Fields. Now, Luke Getzey has said he has seen that improvement every week. Have we really seen it? I don't know. Not really. I was impressed by the kid's toughness in that game because he kept getting knocked on his ass. And uh, he seemed to just kind of rise to the occasion. So that was good to see. But there's a lot of things to address, Brian. A lot of things. Yeah. And, 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 you know, as you mentioned, the trade deadline. Yeah, we'll get some draft picks and we see what Christian McCaffrey uh, garnered. He garnered a second, third, and fourth round pick in yeah, 2023. Any, there's no one on the Bears roster. And see, that's get the point. That. And that's the sad yeah. reality 
that yep. uh, we're, we're just going to have to uh, acquire draft picks and then hopefully make the most out of those draft picks. And, and that's the challenge, right? I mean, it's not a challenge for others, but it was under the previous regime here in Chicago. Hopefully, <laughs> this regime is going to have a little better record with all the draft picks that they're going to have to acquire. And, and so this week, uh, after their mini-buy and self-evaluation, and along with it, you actually heard them talk about Matt Eberflus did not necessarily discount that they would make changes on the offensive line, right? So. Mm-hmm. Um, who knew that Tevin Jenkins was going to, you know, before the season started, was going to be the safe one on the line, right? So Isn't now weird? Lucas Patrick might be going to, to um, center, and uh, you might be having Michael Schofield show up on the left side. And, um, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting because they're trying to get some semblance of protection for Justin Fields, who this week, not intimated, came out and said he has happy feet because – Early in that he's game, he's running for his life. Yeah, he said because the 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 pocket broke down one too few many times, he decided even when the pocket was there, he got he had to get going, and he and get going he did. So <laughs> he's asking the coaches to help him out and remind them he doesn't have he does have some time. But we'll see if the, it's a well a new and or improved offensive line for the Chicago Bears. I really like that they're willing to mix it up and really make these changes because under the previous regime, Matt Nagy, I'm not sure that we would see that. We would just see, oh, no, it's going to work this week and just kind of keep pushing. Oh, yeah. And he not, make like, these, not make these daring adjustments on the fly to see what works. I like this. I don't know how it's going to work out. We obviously are going to be all watching this together on Monday. But I like the fact that they are willing to say, look, what we're doing isn't working. They're not trying to protect their choices. They're basically saying what we're doing isn't working. We have to adjust. Yeah, Matt Nagy tell you how, how great the week of practice was. And that's, it that's just never point. seemed yep. it never seemed to translate to game days. So that's my point. We've got Lucas calling in uh, from Ashland. Hey Lucas, you're on ESPN one thousand. Uh, I uh, I um big fan of you guys. Thank Thanks. you, sir. Thanks. What you got for us? Officer, um I have a um, couple of questions to you guys. Um what about Justin Fields uh, contract? Uh, well, I, I think it's too early to even know, uh, to even form a thought on his future with the Bears. I mean, it's 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 game to game, right, Brian? I mean, uh, you know, we're, we're just looking for these little improvements. And I think we're seeing some. But we're, we're not seeing a great amount of success, but there are so many problems to address. And until they address those other issues, you know, it's it's real hard. Uh, but the clock is ticking on him well, as well. Well, look, and, the unless they're acting. Unless they're going to make a, a absolute determination after this season on Justin Fields, and they're not going to go into next season still evaluating, you don't have to do anything with Justin Fields till you decide whether to pick up the fifth year of his contract, the rookie contract, right? So you're, he's in year two. I think they'll have a very good read on whether he's the guy, quote-unquote, by the end of uh, the, this season. Um, doesn't mean they wouldn't keep him around and, and, and whatever, but um, – I, I don't know that they're going to go through the entirety of next season still trying to grade him and see if those if that progress is in, incremental, like Luke Getze says. He sees it even though we don't see it necessarily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I do think they'll have a very good um, understanding of 
again, and they they understand they didn't give him the best receiving core, not even close. And they understand the that there are line. holes in the uh, offensive right. line. They understand the challenges of which Justin is working under, but they also have to, they, they have the ability, or they should have the ability, to be able to see his potential among all of those challenges. Yeah, and, and when we come back from the break, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you something that I, I saw today about uh, Justin Fields. Everyone's lauding him for his toughness and his ability to get up after he's been, you know, just absolutely body slammed on a lot of these hits. Mm. Um, and, and no one's questioning that or his want to. And he, he talked about again this week about, you know, he, he can get better at everything. But uh, we'll, we'll, I'll tell you about a couple of guys who know a little something about quarterback play and what they've seen and, and what they – believe they're going to see from Justin Fields. All right, we'll do that after we take a break. 312-332-3776. Taking your calls, talking about the Chicago Bears getting ready for the Patriots on Monday. This is ESPN 1000. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Xander and Hanley on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. I mean, I have the same frustration after every loss. It's like I don't like losing. I, I've told you guys that multiple times. So, um, yeah, it's just, you know, seeing where you could get better, seeing where you can improve, and, yeah, watching the film, of course, is going to hurt. So, um, you know, just seeing uh, where you can get better at, seeing, you know, what I can do better uh, as a quarterback, and, um, you know, just, just trying to get better each and every day. 312-332-3776. Justin Fields running for his life. So far this season, happy feet, right? Didn't Steve Martin have happy feet? Yes, he when, did. when he did uh, that, uh, when he uh, that whole um, I had that album. What was the name of that album? That famous comedy album when he did the King Tut song. Oh, I saw uh, him at the up. international. Uh, I saw him at the international amphitheater doing that. Doing that on that tour, like twelve thousand people. I was in the last row of the upper. <laughs> <laughs> Can I you mean, believe a comedy show it. that actually kids that actually used to happen? Then a comedy show would fill a whole arena. I saw Rodney Dangerfield at the Star Plaza Theater. Oh, you kidding? The place me? was packed. Uh, no, I'm not kidding. Well, you, I, I saw. You see, I saw um, um, Steve Martin first at a comedy club. It, it, it was out in like Elmhurst or something. It was a small, and uh, there might have been a hundred people there. Before he, I think he went on the Tonight Show and became Steve Martin, you know, with the arrow wearing the arrow on his yeah, head. Yeah, let, let's get small was the name of the album. Yeah, with the balloon. And, and hat. so, yeah. yeah, so I went out there with some buddies uh, right after college, I guess, and um, he he finished the show and then he did like another set on the steps of this place and he was out directing traffic in front of the place. I mean. <laughs> He was he was a wild and crazy wild and guy. crazy guy. That's the way he and now he's on that uh, that show on Hulu, Murders in the Building, something like that. I, I saw one episode of it. I got to go back to that. I've had yeah, so it, many it, it, I, you know Martin Short. Hey, look, Martin Short and Steve Martin in the same room, doing just talking. I'm watching. They're both brilliant. Yeah. And then Selena Gomez, too, yeah. which was really weird, but I'm impressed. She plays. I mean, it's it's a it it really works. I I know I'm getting the title of it wrong. Murders only murders in the building, something like that. Yeah, but it's on Hulu. It's a pretty interesting watch. All right, back to football. And Mr. Justin Fields, you had something to uh, tell us about. Well, he's frustrated and he hates losing, and we laud all that. And Mm -hmm. he looks like he he's a leader. He looks like he has the intangibles. The problem is, you got also have to have the the arm. 
and the actual IQ to, to know what you're looking at and make quick decisions. And that's why people get frustrated when there's an open David Montgomery or whatever at the goal line. And, you know, he says, well, that was my fifth read and, and it's to get through the, to the second or third one. So Jeff Agress, my old colleague at the Chicago Sun-Times who covers media, did a couple of nice uh, stories. One about the the um, P- uh, Peyton and Eli Manning Manning cast, which will be take you know part of the uh, ESPN selection on Monday night. And I love that. I, I'm, I don't know if you won't, you've watched. I've spent a little time with it. I uh, admittedly I have to spend more, and that's probably when I'm going to do it Monday night. Yeah, I, I really. I mean, it, nothing against Troy Aikman and and uh, Buck, but um, well, you're being nice to Troy. Yeah, he's I mean, been, it, he's gotten himself into trouble a little bit. Recently. Yeah, it's. But I mean, this, this ever since I stumbled onto that last year, I, I'm all about the Manning cast, and they don't do it every week. They do it ten times a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so interesting behind the scenes type stuff. That was one piece that Jeff wrote about, but then he did a uh, sidebar bar or a bright on. Peyton and Eli talking about Justin Fields. And they said they understand that the Chicago Bears fan base is starving for a franchise quarterback. So they know the context. They, they know the history here. They know the frustration here. But they talked about Justin Fields basically being a rookie, even though he's in his second season, but having a new coaching staff, new regime come in. And and this is Peyton Manning. He said, I remember. Two. Yeah. He said, I remember my rookie year just hoping the first read was going to be open because I couldn't remember where the second and third reads were all the time. Now, think about that. Peyton Manning, who had 28 interceptions as a rookie, right? right. But he even he admitted that, boy, he hoped that first read was there because he wasn't sure what the second and third. And that takes not only preparation and knowing the game plan and knowing the plays, but also in the moment when you have – he said, you have about two and a half seconds to get rid of the ball. The more you practice those plays, the more you start playing, you're going to do it quickly, which is encouraging that Peyton Manning, you know, got through the 28 interceptions. But he also had, I mean, he had talked about continuity. He had the same offensive coordinator for 13 seasons with the Colts and Tom Moore, right? That helps. Um, so, yeah, so Peyton Manning's, I mean, so Justin Fields is already on his, uh, you know, completely new staff, quarterback coach. Uh, offensive uh, coordinator, the whole bit, mm-hmm. head coach, the whole thing. Eli Manning had some years with the Giants. Again, you talk about continuity. I mean, the same offensive coordinator, Kevin Gibride, for, for seven of those 12 seasons. And he won two Super Bowls uh, during that time. But he said, quote, I remember my 11th year, I go into a new offense, and it took me five or six weeks to get comfortable. This is Eli talking. Um, when they from, uh, and that's Gilbride 11 years to, in. Yeah, and so he's starting over, and he's a he's a going you know. Ben McAdoo shows up, and he said, and I have to find out what the what the favorite plays are. The coaches have to find out what plays I like to call and what guys are capable of doing. So, no matter if you've been in this league one year, or two years, years change, change it takes time. But I don't know what kind of timeline. And the Bears aren't saying what kind of timeline they're giving all this to come to fruition or to gel or at least show enough progress that, that they're making enough progress that they'll come back to a, a second and third season with Justin Fields. We don't know, you know, what he needs to do, what the end of the season evaluation is going to look like, and, you know, well, they'll make a final 
decision on the quarterback at that point or go back to the draft and, and try again. I, I know it's a different situation, but think of all the quarterbacks that turned out really good that had very slow starts. Now, Brett Favre, Troy Aikman. I mean, they that's, all. That's you know, a, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Now, now yeah. he was under the tutelage of Brett Favre. That's a different story than we have what's playing out here. But it does take time. But as fans, we are, as the Manning brothers put it, starving for a franchise quarterback. I mean, is there another level of starving that's higher than just starving? I, you know, you that's what we are. Yeah. So we have no patience. And we want to see what we need to see right away. And here's some audio about uh, uh, Justin talking about his footwork. I want to play this because these are all little details that if, if everything's working right, it's going to add up to you know, maybe some, you know, very, very high level performances. But again, it takes time. All of it takes time. And there's so many little things that have to go right. Yeah, for sure. Um, that was actually one thing that me and the uh, me and Luke and Andrew talked about. I felt like later in the game, I was getting like my internal clock was speeding up a little bit just because of the, you know, the past, uh, maybe the past bikes that I were getting in the game. So I just, you know, told them to where if they feel like that, I'm, you know, getting antsy and, you know, maybe leaving the pocket too early when it's there. Um, just, you know, just remind me to reset, like reset after every play because, of course, you know, uh, there, like you said, there's going to be times where I, I do have time and I can sit in there. But, yeah, that's definitely a big thing. Um, just, you know, making sure that just because they got to, you know, just because they got back here fast, the last play or two, three plays ago doesn't mean they're going to get back fast. So just playing every play and, you know, just, just, just seeing that every play is going to be different. So I will say this, Brian. I really am enjoying the detail of which we are – uh, hearing from, uh, you know, the detail like that from Justin and from Getze and from Eberflus, there's just more detail. There's more explanation than we've gotten in a long time from Bears uh, coaching, uh, coaching staff. Yeah, Eberflus doesn't do word salad, which is refreshing. Right, um, right. Justin Fields is very straightforward. There's substance and, in everything that there that's being right. said. I mean, and there he tells you, uh, because the pocket broke down earlier in the game, he's now thinking it's going to break down even when it's not right and he's saying hey coach me up you know yeah get, he's like remind me let's reset yeah. let's this get, is a different play. headset and before you, you know, give me the play tell me okay take a breath and reset you know you had time on that last play if you see it remind he, he wants gets you to tell him not only what the play is but hey keep your wits about you because you had time there and you you, you didn't get it done that you don't have to take off and we all see what kind of athletic ability he has and mm-hmm. how much, you know. It'd be so much worse if he didn't. Right. I mean, you saw a touchdown uh, run for the call back for a, a ticky-tacky penalty. And, and, you know, when he he makes things happen, I mean, it's not even just open holes. He's, he's zigging and zagging his mm-hmm. way around the field. And that's part of the fun of Justin Fields. But you need him to be the, the pocket passer. Uh, more often than he's been. And it, part of it, we'll see. Iberflus didn't didn't object to the question about changes on the offensive line. He didn't go into detail because he wants you know Bill Belichick to figure it out on the fly, but you're not going to give him four days' notice on what they're changing on the offensive line. But it sounds like there's going to be changes on the offensive line. And it's not like you're putting in Pro Bowl guys who are just coming off the I.L. I mean, you don't have that luxury. But you're, you're going to make change because it has to be better than it has. 312-332-3776, taking your calls, talking about the Bears. Does, uh, uh, for me, Brian, 
the the substance of which they are uh, giving you know the substance in the details they're giving us you know it's so much more than we've ever had before and you're you're learning very very specific x's and o's in the growth of justin field in the hopeful growth of him further and quicker does that make you feel better or are you just like i i don't care about any of that stuff let's just win let's just go that's not this season that's not this season for me but i feel better that i'm 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 hearing these details, and it's, again, of substance, where it seems like, okay, this is something, I get it, and it is going to take time, and it is step-by-step, and everything has to gel, and I will give them the patience that maybe I haven't given them before. I'd love to hear from Bears fans, is patience a virtue, or is it just win, baby, and you get frustrated when the, the Washington comes in here and steals a win, which, you know, if you had any kind of offense, and... I mean, what is it? How you're two and four Bears? Where are you now compared to where you were going into the season? And big picture, is it is it still Justin Fields? Is it still the offense, or is it still wins and losses? And boy, you know, Green Bay stinks this year. So boy, if he had any kind of a team, you'd actually might contend for a division title. What is it for you? Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Back to take your calls here on ESPN one thousand. Welcome back to Xander and Hanley. On ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. All right, Bears fans, you've been waiting a week and a half to try to get rid of that uh, bad taste in your mouth after playing the Commodores. 312-332-3776, Xander and Hanley. All right, Brian, so uh, we were asking right before the break... Where are you at with this whole thing? Are you okay with the slow but maybe not always obvious progression on Justin Fields? Are you just seeing the bad? Uh, are you just like, okay, we're not winning games. I, I am not interested. We have to win. Packers, not real great this year. Maybe Aaron Rodgers is starting his decline. I have to take advantage now. It's a wasted season. Where are you at? 312-332-3776. Bob in Northbrook. Jumping on here on ESPN 1000. Hey, Bob, what you got? What? Uh, hello, guys. Well, that, that Robert, was uh, how are you? <laughs> how are you? Very Long good. Time, I think we need to take a step back. When Ryan Poles inherited this team, he had a team that was one of the older teams in the league. He had very limited draft capital and a bloated salary cap on a team that wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. The only way he was going to fix this was to bite the bullet, suffer all of the pain, and fix it in one year. The Bears currently are number two in the league in dead cap space at, I think, $52 million. $24 million, I think, is max alone. Um, they've been able to trade down. These are basically preseason games for next year. They aren't going to win, right. but they went from being the oldest team in the league to now one of the youngest. So you're trying to find players, and you have over $100 million next year in cap space, double the next closest team. So he did what he should have done, which is fix it all in one really painful year and start with a really clean slate. Because you can get good fast in the NFL if you can manipulate your cap, and they've done it. And it was it's painful, but as long as you find starters this year, it doesn't have to be Justin Fields. You find starters that now next year you could fill out a roster because you weren't going to win this year. You needed to fix the mess that you were left with. And if you treat them as preseason games, 
where you don't really care the outcome of the win and the loss, but you're looking for your future starters, you'll much more enjoy what the outcome is than worrying about whether you caught the last second pass or not. You know, Bob, I think a few years ago the stat was about 25% in the NFL teams went from the outhouse to the penthouse. They went from, you know, last in their division to contending for a Super Bowl, if not in the Super Bowl, but a playoff team, certainly. Um, You said these are preseason games, and I'm with you, but I think there's still a segment of Bears Nation that don't like the pain that goes along with this rebuild. Um, I just, do you believe they're going to make a decision on Justin Fields based on one season or on these preseason games, or are are they going to, once spend that money next year, they a second year in the system with hopefully much better talent around them to start uh, evaluating yet again or continuing that evaluation? Well, I think fans are short-sighted. I think we look at games and just decide based on what we see in a game what the evaluation of coaches should be. The coaches get the chance to – remember, this group didn't draft Justin Fields, but they – have access to all of the same video. They have been evaluating Justin Fields from his college days, from the games that were played last year, from practices. They know that this line isn't very good. They know that the defense isn't very good. But they're doing evaluation constantly. Some of it is going to be dependent on what options they have available after the season to decide what what is a better risk, to choose quarterback number two or to continue to evaluate and keep Justin Fields. But this this season cannot be all about Justin Fields. There's way more that's going into this. They had to fix a mess, and it would sure be easier if Justin Fields turns out to be great because that's your fastest route to a Super Bowl. But if he's not, and all of the different methods of evaluation tell you he's not, then you don't start building things around it to make him look great. That just pushes the timetable back even farther. You're right about that. And and there are multiple problems with this team. Justin being obviously, everybody's fixated on that because, again, as as I've said, we're starved. We're starved. But fans can't be short-sighted. And and I would ask anybody to... If you have the quarterback, you're going nowhere. I mean, if you fix everything else, you better have the quarterback still. And that's true. And I would would wonder if fans think that uh, we're better than they anticipated. Remember, there are a few uh, talking heads in the national media that said they're not going to win one game. They're they're twice wrong. I think the the coaching, as hard as this in general... The coaches have done a pretty good job of giving this team, which I think is awful. I mean, absolutely awful. There's only certain start NFL starting caliber talent on it. A chance to win a lot more games than I thought they'd have a chance to win. I don't like this play or that play, but when it comes down to it, this team really could have won a lot more games with not a lot different changes in the outcome of certain plays, which is really surprising to me. And frankly, the losses actually do us more good than the wins. Sure. But the team tends to not make a ton of ridiculous mistakes. You know, the, the false starts and the, you know, incorrect lineups. I haven't looked to see where we are in terms of penalties. Yeah. Um, for the average the delay team, game on through the, first the preseason was pretty good. That's the delay miserable. game on the first of the game is not, not so good. You don't want to do that again. No. Hey, Bob, that, Bob thanks, for the, th- thanks for the call, and uh, I'll save you a spot down here at SoxFest. I've, I've got a good table for us. Abs- you know what? I already have my tickets. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm here in the. I'm in the make sure to frame him. I'm in the line for Grandal's autograph, so yeah. I'll save you a spot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's first in line. Yeah, All right, have Bob. a good one. All right. Thanks, All Bob. Right, Bob.
Thanks. Yeah, uh, very good insight. And and I'm with him. That's that's kind of where I've been with this whole thing. Is that um, you, you know what? I, I'm not looking for. I'm not expecting wins. I'm looking for just something to grab onto in the future. And uh, yeah, Ryan Poles took a job that was pretty impossible as far as having success this year. And and obviously we're not. Uh, the story is still being written. We're not going to have any kind of closure anytime soon. But uh, Justin is um, he's learning on the job, and and failure does you learn more from failure than you do success. I believe in a lot of you ways. You think Poles was also in the running for the Vikings job? Um, I wonder, you know, if if he truly chose the Bears over the Vikings, or if they chose their guy over Poles, and if. Well, so, if he this, chose this over the Viking situation, he was up for a bigger challenge. Yeah, for sure. And good for That's him. What I'm good for yeah. him. There are some people that are like, give me the hardest, most challenging opportunity, and I'm going to make the most of it. 312 332 3776.